Joining us today, one of my favorite guests on the show at Country 104. Uh, you can find more information about the guy at westmacmusic.com. Westmac Music is also his handle on social media. Westmac! Hey, hello. Hey, Wes, it's Weaver. How are you, bud? I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you? Doing good. Are we still on uh, on uh, time here? You still got some time to chat, or do yeah, we got to re- rebook? No, no, this is perfect. This is perfect. Beautiful. I am, uh, I, I am prepared. I'm sitting down with a cup of coffee. Whereabouts are you sitting with that cup of coffee? I am at my cabin right now, my favorite place in the world. I was wondering if you were still up there, and funny enough, it's literally the opening line of questioning in my interview here, here buddy. Because <laughs> I want to start this thing by saying, how was your summer? How you been? Yeah, my summer's been really good. So tell me about this cottage. So whenever I'm online, West Mac Music, social media, anywhere I'm looking, you're always talking about your favorite place to be, and it's always this cottage, dude. Please uh, share with me why this place is so spectacular. Oh man, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's not even like it's not like some grand place. It's not, it's not that large. It's just like I've been coming out here since I was a little kid. My dad and our next door neighbor and another friend of theirs built it. Um, like they actually went and hammered all the nails for it. Not like they, you know, hired people to deal with like the electrical and stuff, so we don't burn the place to the ground. Um, I actually helped hammer some nails on it when I was like 11 years old. Um, I don't know. It's just like a place I've been coming to forever. I, I just like being out in nature. Um, like it's like limited technology there a lot of the time um for most of the years we've had it it's like you know no tv and no wi-fi um but uh yeah i just like that you just go you disconnect you go swim in the lake i don't know like i i think it's actually there's probably nothing that's that specific about it i think the thing i kind of love about like anyone's cottage or cabin experience no matter where they are like in canada is there's like certain similarity of like you'll go find a bottle body of water some like amount of alcohol you'll sit by the water you'll do stuff outside and like that to me i just i don't know it's my favorite thing to do nostalgic centering yeah it's 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 a bit it's a bit of nostalgia for sure and like some of the stuff that i've liked to do here for many years it's also i like to come here and write um i was just leading to that please continue yeah i mean sometimes i come up here and write songs sometimes i come up here and write film stuff um i just it's just less distractions um you know, I, I sometimes like coming up here totally on my own. Sometimes I'm up here with family. Um, yeah, uh, it's just, I think of the big thing is it's just like a separation. You know, it's like plunked in the middle of nowhere um, without a lot of people around. So there isn't that like constant distraction. And like, I think it's, you still have to like try and disconnect a little bit when you go any place like that to like get away from your phone, get away from a computer and not be checking that stuff. And like, Sometimes I succeed in that, and sometimes I fail. Like, I was putting out a song while I was out here, so I was probably working more than I wanted to be. But, like, it's nice when you can do whatever work you have to do for a day and then just go, like, turn it off and go jump in a body of water. That's, I don't know. I, I don't have any, like, I don't know if I have, like, a great specific answer. It's just, like, it's separate. It's a way. It's cut off. On the other hand of things, I would say that was a very great and specific answer because we all understood exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. And to my point, I was wondering if you would la- allow work to invade your spot if it's such a great centering, kind of calming, relaxing spot. And I could see maybe getting a pen out at the side of the lake, but to actually release your your single here at the cottage, man, come on, you're gonna ruin the yeah, fun. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was really it was really stupid. Like me thinking, like, well, I'm just gonna go have a relaxing time out there. And it's like, I've been working on editing the music video and stuff, but like, I I knew I was signing up for that. And that's just like when I could fit some time in here, um, this summer. So dumb, 
on my part, because uh, usually yeah, I'm I'm a little bit more religious about like, okay, going out there, going to switch it off. This time it had to be more of like a balance of like, okay, going to go and work for a couple hours and then going to switch it off. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's 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 just like the life balance you try and strike. Good luck with that. We're all trying to find ours over here as well. Yeah, man. If you figure it out, let me know. I'd <laughs> yeah, love yeah. to hear about it. Well, I don't see why you would ever want to stop, man, because every time you do something, uh, good things seem to come of it. Uh, you, oh, you... No, and, I, and, and yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I really do like the stuff I'm doing. And, and, and like, if, I've told you this before, like, the, the current music I'm, I'm into making, like, I'm having more fun with it than I have in, in ages. So, like, the creative stuff of it I love. Um it's just you know there's still always logistics and stuff like that as you know it's like you're 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 in an industry that you love but i'm sure there's a bunch of stuff that blows up in your face you know from time to time it's like oh what the heck is this you mean there were supposed to be things that went right for me in this industry <laughs> yeah apparently you know? <laughs> so, uh, you, you let me know when you find those in the entertainment business too. <laughs> well i know something that went right for you you were once on stage with shania twain so i mean you're doing just fine I, I was. I, I still look fondly up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a photo of you and Shania at the cottage, isn't there? Uh, no. <laughs> no I, 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 the back stuff hasn't invaded the uh, the old cabin. Like it. I like it. So you, you give me so many jumping points, man. We've talked about the cottage and centering, and you've mentioned, you know, thinking about some directing stuff while you're up there. You've also mentioned the singles. So I'm going to toss a coin up here. Which one do you want to talk about first, the directing or the new music? Uh, let's go. Let's go new music because it's what's going on right now, and then we'll jump over. Well, I really want to talk about this. So the single we're here to talk about specifically today is "Best Hangover" featuring Maddie Storvold. But we got to go to the beginning of this thing, and I want to take it to uh, the writing of the song. You were working mm. with Gordy Sampson this time around. Uh, describe that, yeah. and and I guess describe Gordy for those who don't know uh, this veteran uh, songwriter. Yeah, so Gordy Sampson, I mean, uh, is a Canadian guy from uh, from Maritimes. Uh, but he he's literally like one of the a listy you know songwriting guys in nashville uh um he you know he's he wrote jesus take the wheel uh he's written hits for like Blake Shelton like Keith Urban and Carrie Underwood and they just like it literally that list goes on for like thirty names and is it's just like number one hit number one hit number one hit um I, I met him years ago we were doing a songwriter circle together at the Cavendish Festival, and just, like, we struck up a conversation, and we're like, oh, yeah, I'd love to write sometime. And a year and a bit later, I was down in Nashville. It was me and him and a fellow named Brent Anderson. Um, and we got together and wrote this song. But, you know, the, the funny thing about this song, um, and I don't mind sharing this, I, sometimes you go into a write, and I, I tend to be pretty dominant, like, writing force in a lot of the things that I write, where it's, you know, me generating the ideas, me bringing in ideas, uh, uh, lyrical stuff, melody stuff. Um, and I expected Gordy to be doing, you know, similar on this, but, but honestly, like, uh, Brent was, I would say the driving force of this song. Uh, and I think a lot of what we wrote was honestly something he was just going through, um, like very specifically in those couple of days, like a lot of the song was what he was living. Um, and I think you can't fight that. Like sometimes when you get in a room, I know as an artist, it's, you want to express yourself and, and, and bring everything in there. But he clearly had a bunch of stuff like bubbling under the surface of like something that was going on with a, with a lady in his life. And we just, you know, me and Gordy just started diving into it and working the song around it. And so it was, it was really fun. Like I, I like writing for other artists too. And I kind of felt like I got to in this one to be like, cool. This doesn't necessarily have to be my exact experience right now, but I just want to make something really cool out of this and like turn this into something and not try and take it over. Um, 
because I feel like it would have, you know, we, we would have missed the song. And so we really just like got this little snapshot in his life there. But then yeah, as you start writing the song, you realize like, oh yeah, well, I've lived that moment too. And so has Gordy. And now we're all working on this thing together. But it's, it's like, it's easy to mine this guy right now for stuff that's just like shooting out of him. Um, so I think you got to like, a big thing with me in songwriting is you have to, you really got to write the room and that some days you're going to walk in there and it's going to be all coming out of you. And some days the person across from you is just going to have something that they need to say. And you got to, you got to work with that because otherwise you're ignoring something awesome that's happening. I find that one of the most interesting parts uh, of working with artists is that they have to be vulnerable and expressive and open in the moment that they're going through it. But they also have to be reflective in so much the story you just told uh, where Gordy's going through this thing and, and, and Brent and everybody's writing this stuff. And, and then you have to remember a past experience and then reflect on that. Totally. Uh, it, it's because if you get stuck trying to make it about what you're doing that day, like that's important. But if if you feel the song going one way, like if you, it can also be like a genre thing. Like if you come in and decide, like, okay, we're writing an up tempo song, but it turns out that day you're writing a ballad, and you spend the whole day like breaking your back trying to turn it into, you know, a fast party song. Yeah, I think you'll mess it up. I think you got to go with the truth of like what's happening in that moment, which might not be the exact thing that you'd planned on. Um, so it's yeah, it's it's being able to like be vulnerable enough even in that moment, to take in what's happening in the room, and they go, yeah, well, I know what that's like, so why don't I dive into that? It's pretty, it's not hard to, like, for me to, you know, think back to, I've, I've done a fair bit of living out there, and there's most songs that you'll ever hear on the radio, I've experienced something like that, and it's pretty easy to jump in there and go, like, oh, yeah, cool, maybe it's something I never got to say before, or maybe it's something that you never thought you'd um, have the opportunity to go after again, and all of a sudden you're writing it that day. It's It's kind of a blessing. I feel like well, it's not therapy. It's very therapeutic at times to get to like flesh out stuff that maybe happened yesterday or maybe happened to you like 10 years ago. I don't know. You, you can pull from anything in your life. And you could certainly get a different perspective on it by doing that. But at the same time, it's got to be frustrating. Like what happens if you walk in the room and you want to write sunshine and lollipops, sunshine, uh-huh. lolly, and then you're like in this great mood and everybody else has uh, just got broken up with. They want to write Adele songs. Like how does that work? Yeah. Oh, dude, it, it, it's tough. And I mean, like, that's the thing you, you write. Like I've, I think I wrote about a hundred songs to put together uh, what'll be this album. And like some of the rights don't go great. You know, like uh, I'm, I'm fortunate in the, the phase of my writing career I'm at where it's very seldom that I walk over, right. And be like, that was, that was bad. Or we didn't get a song or something like that, but you don't always get the amazing ones. Sometimes you get like a good song or an average song or something like that. And if you can't get everyone on the same page, that can be a trick of it. I, I think I, I've been writing a bunch uh, with this group of guys uh, in Vancouver uh, that I really like. And we've, we've written about five or six songs now. And we've just, the thing I like about it is we're really good at everyone not locking in on anything. You all walk in, we talk about like what's going on in our lives is a very like sort of bro out moment at the beginning. And then we go, we pick a direction and everybody jumps on and everybody checks their ego at the door. I think that's a big thing about it. Is you have to be willing to be like, I had this plan for today, plans out the window. But the, I will say it's different though from like when I was early in my writing career and you would, maybe you get into a room and you're just out of your depth and people are writing and you're just hanging on for the ride. And I don't feel, I feel like there's a difference between that and checking your ego at the door and saying like, 
I'm in for whatever you're doing, and I'm going to be just as like fired up and into it and and contributing as if we were going this other direction here. I'm, but I'm going to like allow the group to pick like the the average or the or the best direction that we can go. Like sometimes you go in, and everyone will play a little piece of something they're thinking about. You get you know four of those options, and it's it's not really a vote so much as usually you can just feel it in the room. There's like one thing that's like oh that. Yeah, between all of us here right now, that seems like the thing we're going to write the most truthfully. And yeah, you hopefully go that way. I like it. Joining us here, for those just joining in, Wes Mack, westmackmusic.com. We're here to talk about Best Hangover. We were just talking about writing. Let's talk about production now, Wes. So uh, yeah. I, I'm not sure who wrote this yet, and I can't attribute the quote uh, to anybody specific, but I want to read it just because I thought it was really cool. Uh, Best Hangover shows off a new level of vocal performance for Wes, sultry tones, passionate lyrics. And I read this before I listened to it, dude, and as soon as I clicked on the song, I went, this is a different delivery for Wes. What, what, what drove you to that, buddy? Yeah, you know, it's maybe some of the music I was listening to. Uh, again, I, I've been really involved in the production of the last few songs, and this one, to me, from the very get-go, like some songs are going to be more about, you know, the, the guitars, they're going to be more about the, the drums or something like this. This one, to me, really felt like it was all about the vocal. I mean, like, the vocal's always going to be important. But I, I remember I spent a lot of time thinking about like the vocal performance of the song before I actually went and did it. And I was like, everything's going to lean on this because I want this song to be so stripped that I don't want to hide the vocal behind anything. So some of it's still like the register that it's in, like the key. It's, it's a little lower than I think a lot of my other stuff. But it's more just like placement. Um, we're just patient about picking the right day to do it. Like this all sounds so ridiculous. But it's like you want your voice to just be doing the right thing. Um, yeah, so and some of it's just psychological in that moment of like trying to put yourself right in the like the feeling of what this song is about and like connecting to that stuff in your life and like throwing that onto the track. Um and then and then after that it's you know picking a production that facilitates that and doesn't jump on top of it. Um so yeah, it's just sort of like a different space of, of how I want to sing it. There's so many ways you can look at a song, and talking to you, it kind of opens that up for me in my eyes. And it's got to be frustrating to think that you put in so much thought to a track, you know, like, should I go this way? Should I go this way? Should it be this? Should it be this? Should it be this? And then somebody streams it for like 20 seconds, goes, nope, and then moves on to the next one. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> oh, and it's, you know, it's what do you hear it on. Uh, you know, the number of times I end up listening to stuff just like out of my like iPhone speaker. Uh, you know, the day we did the final mix on this, I get to hear it in the studio on the best speakers. And I'm like, this is the best this song will ever sound, because this is like the room it was mixed to be heard. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and everything from down here is just is, is just downhill. Um, but, you know, I, I can't control what anyone does with it. So to me, I just have to make something I really love. Um, we spent a long time thinking about, me and Jordan, uh, a friend of mine, we produced this, and just talked about, like, how we wanted it to sound. We really zoomed in a lot on, like, the drum tone and like I played the bass on this and we spent a lot of time on like the really not the flashy instruments of this mm -hmm. finding this little like driving beat. I was listening to like a whole bunch of John Mayer stuff uh, when I was doing it and I was like oh, I kind of like I love on a lot of his songs and I think we listen to a lot of like Brothers Osborne stuff as well and and just basically not overproducing it and really trying to like keep it keep it simple keep it stripped um and that's been really important to me lately because in like, you know, modern production, you can just add and add and add and add and add. And I, I think it's like 
the danger is there are times when you want a song to be really big and there's times you want it to be stripped. And I find the worst thing you can do is not quite make a decision. And so it's kind of in the middle. You just have like a bunch of stuff going on and it's not really stripped and intimate at that point. And it's not really big. Um, so it's like, pick your moments to have things really blow up and then pick your moments to uh, bring them way down. Now, how did you uh, get to involving Maddie Storvold on the on the track? So for those who don't know, uh, Maddie's featured on this song, Best Hangover. She was the winner of the launch. She's with Wes. And Wes, how did this come about, buddy? Yeah, she uh, sort of just through like a mutual friend of ours. Um, and, and our guy I used to work with, Fraser Hill. Um, he knew I was you know trying to find a feature for this. I'd mentioned it to him a couple of times. I was just trying to find like the right voice that was like, again, we were trying to create this like mood out of this song that... And from the day I wrote it, I remember me and Gordy Sampson had this conversation. Like, I'm pretty sure this needs like, like a, a female voice on it. Um, and so that had always been in the back of my head. I didn't know her personally, um, but Fraser had said to me, like, "Oh yeah, why don't you check out some of her stuff?" Um, you know, she's like, she, she's like won the launch and stuff. And so I got I got into it and watched her stuff on there and listened to like you know her recording that came out with the launch and listened to some of her older stuff. And it was kind of rootsy and a little more like alt country. And I was like, oh yeah, 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 this, this, this works for me. And I, I was like looking at some of her sort of like style choices. And I was like, yeah, this totally fits the mood of this. So it was kind of like, it, it was, it was different than like the sons of daughters feature where, you know, me and Jimmy wrote the song together and that was like their buds of mine. This was very like, um, maybe I got to be a little more like an artist on this painting with a brush and be like, oh, what's the right kind of color to add to this? And I really felt like, you know, she would work for it. So I ended up, I got on the phone with her and immediately it was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like just personality wise and her, she, she looks at it as art. And I really like that. Like she's a, like a full on, like, you know, country singer, but she looks at it as art. And that's the way that I like to look at it as well. Um, I didn't always maybe look at it that way, but I just, you know, after having one conversation hearing her voice, I was like, yeah, that's, that's the thing. You wait a second, wait a second. You, you look at all this as art. This is the first time hearing about it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, I'm that's why I like talking the, to you. I'm the weirdo on this. I feel like sometimes I'm out on an island where I'm just like, uh, I don't want to look at this as like, oh, can we just churn out enough hits to do this? I'm like, oh. oh, man, I only get to, you get to live life once. And like, I I don't know, I take my time with these things. I haven't actually put out that much music relative to how much music I've recorded. Uh, I'm meticulous about it. And I, yeah, it's it's the same, you know, because I like acting and I like directing and I no longer want to hide from any of that. I'm just like, yeah, I'm 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 an artist. Don't you, know, you like, dare! I, don't you I dare hide from any of that. Yeah, I oh, I did, but you'd be amazed. Like, er, you know, early through my career, the number of people who told me if I tell anyone I'm an actor or a director, it'll just be like game over. Um, like, if if anyone knows you're not just a country singer, they go, you don't care about country music. It's like, what are you talking about? I listen to country music since I was a little kid. I love this stuff, yeah. but I also love many other things. I'm a man who likes to eat a bag of potato chips and some ice cream at the same time. doesn't mean i got to pick one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I would just like to let everybody know that I listen to country music. I also enjoy hip-hop from time to time. It is, it is just uh -huh. what it is. Yeah, and I think that's great. I think that's, I, I'm concerned when I find someone who only likes one thing. I'm like, you know, it sometimes makes me be like, oh, man, why don't you try some other stuff? You might love it, too. Uh, and I don't just mean that musically, but you know, when you, when you cross paths with someone who's very like just zoomed in on only one thing, I mean, maybe they do have a laser focus about it, but I'm like, I feel like a lot of stuff I've seen and done in my life allows me to make music that, I don't know, is more truthful to me. 
Well, just never no, take away my artistic Wes, all right? Just never take him away. I, he's, he's not going anywhere, man. I'm too weird for that. <laughs> I don't know where else go. <laughs> well, artistic Wes has uh, got to be feeling pretty good because artistic Wes got a CCMA nomination this weekend uh, for Director of the Year. And yeah. y- you and I had spoken about this before. So, uh, really quickly, am I, am, I, am I incorrect or correct when I say that you spent a lot of time directing Jess Moskalou's camouflage music video, and then in turn, because you did all the work on that, you only had like two days for your own PBR State of Mind video. Am I right on yeah, that story? That, that is entirely what happened. Which is why I was so happy to see they both got uh, a little bit of praise when you got the nomination. Yeah. I was like, yay! Yeah. Oh, dude, it was nice, because yeah, I definitely was just like, I can't screw up Jess's video. She's a legend. <laughs> and then it was like, once we'd done all of hers, I'm like, I have to shoot my video tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go buy a kiddie pool and put me in it, and we're going to muck around. There was, you know, there was a video treatment, I think, for the PR State of Mind video, but a lot of that was flying by the seat of our pants. But the Jess one, yeah, that one was like UV lights and very, very uh, deep emotional stuff. So I'm, I was re- I'm really proud. I'm proud of all of them. I'm proud of the Never Have I Ever video that's on there as well. They're all really different. Um. But to get the Jess one nominated was really cool. And and it's up for video of the year, which to me, like, I'm not, that's not my nomination, that's hers, but I take a lot of pride in that. Um, and I remember when I delivered that to her team, um, I think her, the, head, the head of her label was like, this doesn't get nominated for video of the year, I'll eat my hat. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> what, he's man, like Kanye know. West? West Max video is the greatest <laughs> video of all time. <laughs> I was just like, ah, oh, you know what I mean? Because you never know, oh, you know, there's a lot of politics involved in it. Um, so I'm I am I'm just happy that honestly for for that video to have a little spotlight shone on it because it deals with some pretty heavy um like deals with domestic violence it deals with anxiety depression mental health issues um you know it's not like a like a total expose of it by any means but it like it gets into that stuff and I was really happy with the way we handled it and so to have a video like that um get a little extra love uh to me is is cool just from like a storytelling perspective like Win or lose, it's more just the fact that I think more people will end up watching that video as a result of this, which to me uh, makes me happy. Yeah, y'all ready for the weekend? You got your outfits and your uh, oh man, I'm styles the, again, chosen. This is where <laughs> I I don't uh, I have some. I've been away from home for like a month, and I packed a suitcase a month ago. So whatever I put in that bag at the time is probably what I'm looking at. Oh, uh, we're getting yeah. uh, we're getting cottage artistic West Mac. Fantastic. Yeah, we're getting cottage artistic West. I'll be wearing a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, it's in my hometown, so that'll be nice. Um, and it's like, there's stuff that I love and stuff that stresses me out about CMAs because I'm not necessarily the person who loves to be super on at all times and flashing the big movie star smile around. I, but I, I really do like seeing a lot of my friends um, and a lot of the other artists that I otherwise throughout the year. I might not be, uh, get to cross paths with that much. Like, particularly other, you know, artists and some industry people where it's just like, if you're not at a festival with them specifically, you almost would never see them because we're kind of scattered all over this country. Um, so that, that'll that be that'll be a ton of fun. Looking forward to it, man. Yeah. It's hard talking to you on the phone. I just want to smile at you and, and get your expressions. <laughs> I, can, I can hear your smile, though. Oh, good. <laughs> okay, as long as we can hear it. Because I'm sitting on my side, like, beaming. I'm like, yay, talking to my good buddy Wes Mack again. He's got oh, some dude, great I stuff going safe. on. I feel the same. So, I'm, uh, uh, this is, I'm always the happiest when I get to chat with you. Right. So, so uh, just leave us something to uh, look forward to then here. As I, as I research for this today, I'm, I'm starting to realize, Wes, that you're giving us a lot of singles 
that don't have a home. Uh-huh, that's true. Are we leading towards some sort of compilation record or something that fans can oh, get their hands oh, on? Oh, we are. Oh, good. I tell you every time I see you that I have, like, the date. I think the last time I told you, I was like, I'm sure I have the date at this point. <laughs> yeah, and then I got yeah. But this time, I'm so sure I've got the date. Uh, uh, I don't know if this has been said yet, but I, I don't, I'm not much for caring about making the, the one big splash. It's October 25th. Yay! I'll have, I'll have the album out, and the yes. album is called Soul. I'm not sure if it has been announced because I was looking for this all day. <laughs> yeah, dude, well, you know what? Yeah, you can you can have the scoop, man. Well, I know. Um, I I usually have a choice of do I email Wes's record rep and see if it's okay to ask about the album, or do I just ask Wes and have him spill the beans? And I usually just nah, go that route. Ask me about it. Yeah. I'm not Taylor Swift. I, dude. you know, I, I don't command that kind of insane clout where it's like when I tell people that my album's coming out the internet like tilts on its axis. I'm just you know I gradually sprinkle it out there, and I'm really happy that a lot of people seem to show up and listen. Wes Max Soul in Time for Halloween. Now, can I picture the cover art? It is you with a soul patch. Are we growing a soul patch? It, it, you know what? It's just a zoomed-in shot on the soul patch. Itself. <laughs> yeah, it's see just, just patch. <laughs> it's just patch, <laughs> which is actually my new name. It's Patch Mac. Um, so it'll be soul you patch Mac. Uh, you know, are you sure it shouldn't be Wes Patch? Uh, you, uh, you know, we're going to workshop it for a bit. You know, <laughs> Patch Mac isn't bad, bad, though. <laughs> I, I do, I think, actually, I think West Patch is better, so you, you, we, you've got it. You've, we, got the, you've got the album cover. We are officially off the rails, my good sir. <laughs> as we can to be. Oh, yeah, hey, it's, it's great to talk to you, as always. Enjoy that cabin for as long as they let you stay up there, my good sir. I certainly shall, my friend. 911.